Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> if, <laughs> if Nick Mullins beat the Raiders again, okay, I would not do this show. I would not show up here. Okay, you wouldn't see my face. All right, mm-hmm. shout out to Ke- shout out to Kenneth. Kenneth would appreciate that. I'm yeah. uh, I'm, I'm running into <laughs> shout out Kenneth. He's he's, he's a Nick Mullins guy now, right? He's Nick Mullins guy now. As you said that. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, let's do it. You are now listening to TBL on SilverAndBlackPride.com. This play used to be run with Henry Ruggs, and we got Darren Waller on the choice route, Hunter Ripper on the shallow. But I want you guys to watch Tyron Matthew here, okay? God, you see the ball is out here. He's breaking on the ball. I think if he got a little closer. Everybody, we are back. It is Tape Don't Lie. It is your favorite Raiders podcast, favorite Raiders channel. Favorite Raiders, everything. Favorite Raiders breakdowns. We are back. We, you know, we're, we're live. We're streaming here, guys. Definitely appreciate all the listeners and uh, everybody watching here. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. All right, and, and you know, make sure you hit the like button. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you dislike it. Hit the comment. Leave a comment if you like it. Leave a comment if you don't like it. You know, uh, you know, you know, or you can have a car debate in the comments, which I'm sure some of you guys will. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this week, you know, uh, oh, also, my bad, I forgot. Thank, thank you for putting it on the screen for, for me, BD. Make sure you guys get that TDL at manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping. TDL at manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping. You know what All they right. said? You know what they said? It's, it's gentle, right? The Manscaped trimmer. Yes. Okay. So I put it on the test. I, I put it to the test. Now, I don't shave, uh, you know, underneath the belt personally. Okay. And if you do, okay, that's cool. But, um, I, you know, most people know I just had a, I just had a kid. I just had a baby. Okay. Yeah. And I gave I gave him a little taper, gave him a little lineup with the Manscaped okay. Clippers. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. They have been they have been nowhere near my what, what are they what are they saying in the, in the uh, in your, uh, your, your b-hole. Your yeah. ball sack and b-hole, yeah, yeah. They've never, they haven't been close there, okay. But I, but I gave, I gave my son a little, a little lineup. You know what okay. I'm saying? Cleaned him up a little bit. So obviously, it's gentle. It works, right? So yeah, it, is, it, it, it does work. It does work. All right, let's mm-hmm. jump into it, Marcus. Let's talk yeah. about this. There's been, this has been a weird week, right? It, it's been a weird week. Yeah, it's been a weird week. It's, it's been a weird week. We had the game postponed. Uh-huh. Crazy kind of like wow, they ended up pulling that one out by the skin of their teeth, right? Game mm-hmm. going on. Um, and then, you know, just a bunch of um, vitriol people getting upset on Twitter about Derek Carr still. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know how you want to uh, capture this, how you want to talk about, you know, what is going on here with the Raiders at this point. What's the state of the Raiders? Well, I mean, for the team, I mean, for the team itself, I mean, they're seven and seven. Right, so they're seven and seven. I mean, they got they basically are in the playoffs now, in my opinion. I mean, they got to take if they take these games like playoff games. I mean, who knows? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, the probably the one I worry the most about is probably the Chargers and the Colts more than this Broncos game that, that I'm worried about more. But, um, you know, I, I think that you know, this team itself. I mean, doesn't I mean I know fan a lot of fans are done and they're upset and they want to this is costing us draft position and all this all this other stuff that they kind of think about. But I mean, the team itself, I really felt like this game. I, I really feel like they they came out to play like they were they were like our lives are at, on the the end, right? I, I really feel like so this just a lot of the the physicality they play with. I've never seen them play this physical in a long time. So uh, I mean, you, you, I mean, I'm going to show a lot of that. I'm going to go over Alex Leatherwood. I'm gonna go over uh, a little Peyton Barber, and I'm gonna go over uh, Marcus Mariota. You know, um, hey, what I say? What I say? Peyton Barber. I said it, didn't I? In, yeah. in the preview. Yeah. 
Then mm-hmm. I say Peyton, Bar- Peyton Barber was primed here. You, okay? you did, you did He's say a, Peyton Barber. I, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see just efficient runs because, like, the thing with Peyton Barber is like it's not going to be sexy, okay? But this is like this is how you play football. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's I'm excited exactly to see. That's exactly yeah. what he is. And, and, you know, it's interesting what happened during the game is that, like, I feel like Josh Jacobs was watching him take his runs, and then Josh Jacobs got a little more patient as the game went on. Mm-hmm. Got a little more patient. I mean, there's still some runs where he messed it up, but, I, I mean, that, that's his biggest issue. And, and when he was patient, I mean, they got good runs. And, you know, a lot of this game, to me, uh, I talked about it on the instant reaction when you weren't here, BD, but I, I feel like this game was all game feel. Um, you know, like, I mean, you're up 10 nothing. Right. And then you go into the second half and, you know, you haven't called a deep shot the whole first half. Right. And you're controlling the game. You got time of possession. You ran 34 plays in the first half. You're controlling the game. You go up 10 nothing. You get the ball back. Right. And then, uh, you know, you have the 37 with the drop to Sean Jackson. But then you get the ball back again after a quick three and out. I mean, there's seven minutes left in this game. You're up 10 0. You have full control. And they just kept calling deep shots. And I'm just thinking, like, like, can we run the ball? And, like, we're running the ball really well. <laughs> we're doing all these things. I would like to make them stop the run first, <laughs> right? Make them stop the run first. Let's run the clock, play the field position game. Because if we get to the 40, and then let's say we stall. They're still punting. They get the ball to 10. They got to go 90 yards, right? And that's kind of the, the thought process I was thinking in that game. And then they kept calling deep shots. And then Derek Carr, he's trying to run out of a, uh, uh, you know, uh, a hole. And then he's, he's trying to run through a gap. Said checking it down, trying to be a hero, and he fumbles. And then 10-7. And then they still call deep. They go up 13-7. And then the first play, they call a play action uh deep scissors. <laughs> you know, up to Zay Jones, and you know, he can't track the football in the air. So I just thought they got they got way too aggressive. I don't know why they tried to beat that team by 30 instead of just getting out of there 16-0. So that was kind of my thing. Like I think you as a as a play caller. You have to have a feel of the game too, a little bit. Like, what's happening? How's my defense playing? How's the game flow going? You know, that was what frustrated me about this game. Because the first half, I mean, they, that was probably the best I've seen the offense play all year in the first half, in my opinion. Without like some of the stupidest, like, there, I mean, there's some stall drives in there because they're not a great offense. But like from an execution standpoint, um, I, th- I thought they executed really well in the first half, and they had a great, good run game, good short passing game, kept everything balanced. Uh, had, I mean, they were four or seven on third down in the first half. It was it was probably one of the best performances in a while. But then they just threw it all the window. So I was like, I was so I was frustrated. Yeah. Interesting. What did you think about the defense? Um, I thought the defense. Uh, I, I think for the most part they played a pretty good game. You know, that being said, it's a backup quarterback, so they should play a really good game. Mm-hmm. Although they're they're I mean, obviously, uh, when it mattered the most, the defense didn't make a play and gave up, you know, uh put you know, put Raiders uh, behind. Mm-hmm. So that's I mean, that's super concerning, obviously. Yeah. Um so I'm I'm I mean I'm gonna look about that. There's enough leaks that this defense isn't you know, is it's kind of biting itself in the foot a lot. Like they're yeah. doing good things. They're taking a step forward and then they're taking a step backward and we're just kind of, st- kind of staying in the same place as a defense. So, uh, I mean, yeah, but yeah, we'll go over it. Um, I think I'll jump into mine first because mine does end on a low note and technically the Raiders won. So offense should end on a high note, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Um, so uh, I'll, I'll just go ahead. If, if you're good with that, I'll just go in and jump in. Jump right go, ahead, go ahead. All right, bro. Let's do this. Okay. All right. So there were some positives to take away from the Raiders win. First of all, this is a new look having um, uh, Jonathan Abram, who is now lost for the season, but having him walked up as a you know a mugged inside linebacker in a blitz look. Um, that's a different thing that than Bradley has shown all year. We see we get a little screen right here. Max Crosby realizes it. No, not Max Crosby. It's um. There we go. Solomon Thomas, I think, that, uh, that chased that down. Uh, so they're they're playing good in the beginning of the, of the game here. Okay, here's another one, bottom of the screen. Here, look, we got Brandon Face on. He gets hit with this little double move. Okay, oh, he's beat. He's dead. Beat dead to rights, right? But does he give up on the play? That's how to play. That's this is what you do. Okay, he's obviously beat dead to rights. Okay, 
does he start turning his head around and looking for the ball here? No. He puts his head down, tracks the wide receiver down, and just plays through the hands. Okay? Never give up in the NFL. That separates good players from great players. Okay? Um, I believe that this is another face-on, I want to say. No, it's not. What are we? Oh, yeah, this is the Keyshawn Nixon. They're playing cover four here, which is another kind of different thing that they have shown this year. So that's cool that they're playing too high. Abram's playing the poach. He's getting ready to take anything coming back over here. And we see Keyshawn Nixon be able to come down here, filling in for Nate Hobbs, make a tackle for a stop. Okay. So it's, you know, we, we got a few a few different players here. Here's, here's another great one. We're going to send a blitz just like this. It's a run blitz. We do this to the open side. Um, this is called Tiger and Gus Bradley's playbook, and you see Max Crosby and Jonathan Abram uh, are going to go ahead and blow this play up here. Did a great job. I mean, Max Crosby, if you just put together his highlight film against – his, the two games he's played in his career against Cleveland Browns, you think this guy's an all-pro safety, okay? Last year and this year, blitzing off the edge, okay? Tracking down this wide zone uh, rushing attack. Look at him, okay? Just beautiful, beautiful play. That Two best games of his career against uh, Cleveland Browns. Okay, um, here we go. Jonathan Abram, again, he's down in the box. We're in base personnel. I believe that this is a uh, this is going to be a Max Crosby split the double team he's going to get blocked by these two guys right here and this is what a defensive lineman looks like okay watch him split that double team tackle that guy okay that's a grown man play that's the difference between a pass hey, rusher and, and a defensive lineman okay hey, man hey the man okay he he is a legit defensive lineman okay not not a one-trick pony pass rusher Okay, we're going to go ahead and get another um, face on. Watch him. Great effort. Track this down across the field. I love this. I love seeing face on. Go ahead, make a play on the complete opposite side, almost on the opposite numbers. Okay, this is a long time to be tracking that down. Great effort and hustle by face on. Okay, two pass breakups so far. He's going to finish with the third one on the game here. Okay. Um, Raiders, they're in cover three buzz right here. Gonna head, go ahead, get another, you know, little pass breakup by Brandon Face on at the bottom of the, of the screen here. He's in man coverage, does a great job getting a reroute, stays on, on the inside shoulder. Okay, D disrupts that play. Donovan Peoples Jones didn't have anything on him, so Brandon Face on, he came to play. He had a pretty darn, darn good game. Okay, he doesn't make a mistake later, later, later on. And I'll show you this is another one, another great play by uh, Jonathan Hakins here. Run stop. Jonathan Hakins feels the down block from the tackle, and he fights outside of it. Fantastic work. And then he does – this is a patented move. When Jonathan Hankins and he only does this because he can see the running back. When he sees that the running back is going to cut back, he does this a lot, where he'll grab on to the jersey and throw him by. Okay, This is a great move. I love it. I love when Jonathan Hankins does this. This, this is like a patented move. He's been doing this for like four years. Okay, now there were some mistakes. So, so let's take a look at the very first scoring drive here. Okay. Um, so for very first scoring drive, correct me if I'm wrong, this was sudden sudden change, right? It was right mm -hmm. after a fumble, a yes. turnover uh -huh. from the offense, turnover. okay? Yeah. Turnover, so they're here, right here, um, down, down here. Midfield, sudden change, okay, what happens? They get a screen, okay, this is relatively mundane play. I mean, it goes almost for a first down or maybe a first down, but watch Divine Diablo here. This is important, okay? He's going to go down a little funny, get rolled up on. Uh, Markel Lee's going to jump on top of him. Now look who's in the game. <laughs> Corey Littleton, okay, and they proceeded to, I think it took him like two, game, two plays to score. I mean, yeah. obviously, this is not – just Corey Littleton's fault. He does miss his tackle right there. Um, but this is really on Unique Ngakwe. Unique Ngakwe is going to get logged here. This is called a log block, right? That's what you guys, mm -hmm. offensive guys call it, okay? Yes, Basically, yes, yeah. <laughs> Unique Ngakwe needs to stay outside of this, okay? But if you watch, he gets easily reached by this guy. You see we got two defenders here, no defenders here, okay? Would like to see Keyshawn Nixon get off this, 
okay, make a tackle, obviously, but he is in his gap. Yannick Ngakwe is not in his gap, and that's where really where the, the biggest flaw of this play comes, okay? So Yannick Ngakwe giving it up right there around the edge. Um, I think that this is a pretty funny one because – and I'm just showing this because uh, they're picking on Corey Littleton immediately to go after him. Cover three, weak hook curl player. He's got to carry that crossing around vertical. I think his feet get out of bounds. Yeah. But he, yeah. So technically, good play by by Corey Littleton. Okay. But very next play, they said, okay, we can't get Corey Littleton running it, running the ball or throwing the ball at him. Let's run the ball at him. Okay. So you see Corey Littleton, he already jumped inside. Okay. So he's already out of place and you just kind of see him just get blown up into the, you know, I, I don't know. Bad play. Does, didn't look like a good play. Mm-hmm. All right, what about the second scoring drive? Okay, let's check this one out. Now, this one started off right here. We're in cover one. Okay. This we, So we got man across the middle, and we have our, our boy, Devon Diablo, who did have a, a, a pretty solid game, but this is a, a mistake on, on Devon Diablo's part right here, Okay. There is something called a no cover zone, okay, when you're a dropper, okay? And in the first five yards, you do not cover it. You get out of that five yards, okay, and then you come cover and break on anything that's thrown in the no cover zone, okay? So Devon Diablo, even though he's the low hole player, he needs to be back here, okay? He's seeing the crossing routes. He's seeing the stuff coming in front of him. So he's, he's hanging out over here. And the ball goes right over his head. Okay. Now, this is so this is cover one. Okay. This is cover one. Brandon face on, he has outside leverage on this. Okay. He is supposed to defend, you know, the outbreaking routes. He has no help in anywhere over here. All mm. right. But he is expecting a low hole defender to be here right across the middle. And because there is no one there, right? Don Diablo gets sucked up. I mean, yeah, he look, he's a rookie, he's a younger player. Um, I would just prefer to see personally. I would prefer to see a, the linebacker get back here, and if they throw it to one of these checkdowns, just rally and tackle. Mm-hmm. Don't try to jump those short stuff. I mean, the, the tight end was like one yard past the line of scrimmage. There's no reason to jump that. Okay. Next play, um, we're gonna get. An, uh, I think that this is another one. Oh, this this is just a run play that you know got gashed here. Run play. Then um, I think it's Casey Hayward gives up a catch here at the top of the screen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's Brent. That's Brent. Uh, that's face on again. Gives up a attack. That's like third and three. Okay. And then, um, oh, oh, yeah. So I wanted to, I wanted to run something back. Okay. My bad. I forgot the run play. My bad. My bad, Raider Nation. Jonathan Abram. He's coming across the field here. Okay. He goes to reach out. And I think that this is the play where. He tear, you know, dislocates his shoulder um, because now Roderick Teamer is in the game, and you know, I think we could have we could have um, used Jonathan Abram, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> down here <laughs> late in the game. Uh, but then there's this play here. Um, again, that's okay. Yeah, that's the face on tackle. Okay, so now there's this play here, and we got a couple weird things happening. We got. A bunch of defenders over here. Um, I think that someone is messing up because there's way too many defenders over there and there's no one in the middle of the field. Uh, so I think that that kind of contributes to Casey Hayward being right here and seeing the quarterback break the pocket and him go and leave his man to go cut this quarterback off, thinking one of these guys is going to come and, come and you know cover up for him. And also mm-hmm. him, him knowing also like, if he just stays right here, like this quarterback's literally just going to run right in. So Casey, Casey Hayward, he's in a tough spot right here. He leaves his guy all alone. I mean, what can you do? It's like, damn, if you do damn, if you don't for Casey Hayward. Okay. But mm-hmm. it's not really on Casey Hayward in this play. Okay. This play is all about unique and Godway here. This is a terrible play. Um, it's really unfortunate. He's had a good year. Um, but like in this situation, the game is on the line. Okay. Uh, I believe this is fourth down. Right, like there's yes, fourth five. He falls on the ground immediately, and then Crab walks back into Jonathan Hankins and knocks Jonathan Hankins down, and just gives up the edge. That's about as bad of a football play that you're going to see in the NFL from Yannick Ngakwe here falling, 
and then knocking down another one of his players, getting shoved around, and just, I mean, getting manhandled out there. Look, if the team, okay, if he's tired, put Malcolm Coons in. <laughs> or Cleveland, Cleveland Farrell had a good game. Did, did, did he play? I don't know. You saw the tape. Did he play what? People were saying he played well. I know he had six pressures. He, he, he was all right. He was all right. And, and okay. I, uh, what I should have, uh, what I'm pretty sure, at least in one of those, because there was, um, I, I did do a deep dive into Yannick Ngakwe after I saw that play because it looks very strange to me. Um, yeah. anyway, anyways, um, at least one of those where he's like on the ground, he just came in the game like he was on the bench, like Cleo yeah. Furrow was in the game for like a full, like almost a full series, and then he comes in and, and then he gets like and he slips immediately, you know. So, um, if he's like, if he's you know, tired, if he's hurt, whatever it is that is causing um, Yannick Ngakwe to be on the ground as much as he is right now the last few weeks. Um, I mean, Maybe I might do a separate little YouTube clip. It'll be like five minutes of just Yannick Ngakwe all over the ground. I'm not sure what's going on with him. It's very strange, and it reared its ugly head at the worst possible moment. Like, that's about – that. like, that's the worst play of the Raiders' year so far on defense is that play. Yeah, I think he, I think Joe Paterno was just kicking his butt, and I don't think he was expecting that. I don't think he expected Joe Paterno to come up to move from guard to left tackle and just kick his butt because I think that's right. I mean, Joe, yeah, he didn't he didn't give up pressure all game that I saw on PFF when I was looking. So they did not get any pressure really. I, I know what I'm game. saying. That's what I'm saying, and you yeah. know because because they like triple team max. So I mean, unique Ngakwe is one on one, man. Um, right, you you got to win those one on ones, please. And the other thing is too, they started blitzing a lot. There was they sent a lot more blitzes than they usually do, and it, and even though even those blitzes, like tip of the cap to Callahan, they were picking it up. Like that offensive line is good, bro. That offensive yeah. line is good. If they if um obviously if they were healthy, that's an L for the Raiders. Like I don't know about see, I don't know about that. I, I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure. I think that game might have been a little different because then you got you got Baker Mayfield and he's a he's a wild card. If Baker Mayfield wants to, wants to make plays. I mean, Nick Mullen was I'm going to stay in the offense. <laughs> I'm going to hit the structure. I'm not going to lose the game. I'm going to say a structure. Baker Mayfield he would have stepped back and then he's like, oh, let me let me try to <laughs> make some plays. He, he would <laughs> and he would he could have he would could have got more mistakes. That's what I kind of think about with Baker. And you would have got more sacks too because. Um, you know, they have a great offensive line, right? I mean, um, you know, I saw a stat that they're number one in pass, 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 I don't know, pass block, whatever, whatever the stat is, right? Yeah. But Baker Mayfield has a 7.8 sack percentage, bro. So mm. that tells you that, I mean, it would have been, it would have been different, but it also would have been different because he would have took some sacks. There would have been some sacks. Yeah. Nick Mullins just getting rid of the football from coming from the Kyle Shanahan. Uh, <laughs> so, so you're you're telling me you're in the camp that believes that quarter or sacks are a quarterback stat, then? Hundred percent, right? Hundred percent of quarterbacks. Stat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, quarterbacks, I mean, quarter, quarterbacks cause their sacks, and you know that's a big thing. Yeah. That's what people people argue with me about the mobile quarterback thing, right? Like, you're not a not a mobile, the running quarterback, and you know, uh, and how they can avoid pressure, and it's not true. I mean, Justin Fields. His line really is not bad, <laughs> but he has he has a, a sack percentage of eleven percent because he like he's trying to make plays. I mean, you try to make plays, you're going to take some sacks and you're going to take some uh, some bad plays. You just you, you just have to you know hope that the good comes with it eventually. Yeah. You know what I mean, you know, you know, it's not all, all yeah, bad. before before you get benched. Yeah, yeah, before you get benched. But you know, it just feels like getting benched, bro. It just feels. There's just there's all. Oh like, yeah, just Justin Fields. Yeah, but like any quarterback that's like a playmaker that's going to be like. I'm going to hold on to the ball. I'm going to try to make things happen and starts getting into like the off schedule plays and the second reaction plays. It is opening up a can of worms. Like, yeah, something great could happen, but something terrible could also happen right now. Right. And yeah. if the, the play, the quarterbacks who play that style, right. Like unless you are consistently like getting to the playoffs, getting to like your conference championship game or something like that, you're going to get benched eventually. You know, if, yeah. if you're not even making the playoffs like Jalen hurts, like the writing's on the wall for Jalen Hurts, yeah. I think Jalen Hurts is fun to watch and everything like that, but pretty much everyone is like, "This is not how you win in December and you know win in the playoffs and stuff like that," right? Yeah, so. yeah. You know, um, 
it's kind of funny. I was watching the game, you know, and, and Derek Carr had that fumble. And he got hurt. I don't know. I mean, we aren't people. Nobody's talking about it. But you know, he was bent backwards in his knee. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna pretty pretty much say that he he's hurt. He's injured right now. But it was funny to me because you know when he gets injured, he doesn't move. He doesn't like try to be a playmaker anymore. Like just the whole running out of the pocket and then causing a fumble thing. Like when he when he got when he got hurt, he just he, all he does is stay on schedule. He doesn't run or move. And yeah, then, like, they play better. They play better offense, which is weird to me. Like that, that's that's kind of my thought. Like he's like, I feel like people are trying to tell him he needs to be a playmaker because he can run or whatever. And I, I just think that that's not his game. And that's what we see him make these stupid mistakes and throw these hero ball balls and throw up to Zay Jones and stuff. But uh, yeah. but yeah. Anyways. But we're talking defense. I, I do want to ask you a question, though, because, you know, this Raiders defense, you know, the first seven weeks when they were really good, right, when they were, like, really good, they're, like, 12th in EPA, and, you know, they, teams were moving the ball well, and they started off 5-2. and two. They weren't very good against the run, right? But it feels like it's flipped <laughs> at this point, right? They're a better run defense. And then when Nick Mullins and them started passing, that's when they kind of – went right down the field on him. So, so what do you what do you think is that issue? Is it the pass rush at this point? Do I get any pressure or what? I think I think probably the biggest issue is if you looked at like late in that game when Nick Mullen started moving the ball, okay? Divine Diablo, Markel Lee was in the game, okay? Uh Teamer was in the game. Brandon yeah. Faison was in the game. None of these guys were starters. That's true in the beginning of the year, or even on the active roster, Devon Diablo was on the PUP, right? Like yeah. none of these guys were even on the active roster to start the year. Okay. Um, well, I guess, I guess Teamer was right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, but he hasn't really played much this year. He's, you know, it's it, less than like 50 snaps, on, you know, total on defense. Right. So yeah. they got a bunch of guys who like have not really been in the plans to being like major contributors playing in those parts of the games where Nick Mullins is moving down the field. So I definitely think that that is part of it, you know, um, and I also think, obviously, you know, there's uh, it's still tons of cover three, so it's not like it's the most uh, confusing scheme to try to, you know, dis- dissect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just comes down to out executing, and when you're playing a a simple scheme that it just comes down to the quarterback knowing where where to throw the ball. If you have guys who are not like used to being back there and everything like that, you're gonna you're just gonna give up, you know, yards. Uh, that, that's just that's just my opinion on it, you know. Um, but I, I've been vocal about how I think that the Bradley scheme isn't complex enough to like cons- like propel this team to where the defense like carries it to the playoffs or something like that. Like, no, it's it's not it's not going to work like that. It's not 2005 anymore, 2010 when you know this scheme was like the the best scheme in football, right? Mm-hmm. I think those days get those uh, days are coming gone. Honestly, yeah. there's a, yeah, so. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say that. And, um, uh, at, yeah, at this point, it's just kind of tired. It's the same old, same old, same thing every time. Um, and he's probably going to have to even scale it back a lot more now that Abram, Abram is out for the year. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that is very true. You, it's going to be interesting as, as we go forward. I'm about to get, we'll get to his offense uh, right now in a second. But I just want to make this point. I still, you know, I mean, the Raiders are, are you know, they're playing better run D. And, you know, they're playing the Colts in a couple of weeks. I, I don't know the Broncos. The Broncos got you locked. They're not going to try to run, right? They're not going to try to pass that much. They're, they're gonna try to oh, run. yeah, they're going to run it. I think the Colts are not going to run. <laughs> I 100% believe that they are not going to run. They're going to try to – they're going to pass like four, 35 times. They're going to come out trying to pass because that's how Frank Reich – he's, he's going to watch the tape. He's like, okay, they, they're going to come and they're going to try to stop the run, and we're going to be able to take advantage of that by passing. Yeah. Why? And you know, you know, they, it, it might not work for them, but I think that's going to be their game plan. I think they're going to try to catch the Raiders off guard. I don't know. I'd, I'd have a hard time seeing that the um, like it, it's not it, it's working right now. That's what he did against the Bucks. But that's okay, what he did the Bucks. people were pissed. All the fans were pissed, but they put up thirty-one points. Right, but, right. But, but that's what he did against the Bucks because they got Vita V and stuff. So he was like, okay, let's let's come out passing. I definitely think that when the Raiders. Defense puts their mind to it; they can definitely stop the run if they if they want to. You know, yeah, we talked yeah. about that in the past. All right, um, Raider Nation, uh, hang back, sit tight. 
don't go anywhere, please. Marcus is going to bring up um, his footage to break down the offense, and we're just going to get to a real quick ad from one of our sponsors. Hey, fellas, this episode of Tape Don't Lie is brought to you by our favorite producers of grooming tools, Manscaped. The global leaders in below-the-waist grooming are leaving 2021 with a new product. Clean yourself into the new year with their ultra-premium body wash. Also, special offer alert, use the code TDL for 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Four million men already trust Manscaped. Time to join them. Uh, uh, Reese the Cripple got me dying, man, because he's uh, getting on me about my Orioles gear because my sons are playing well. (laughs) Yeah. 25 and 5, baby. 25 and (laughs) 5. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I got to, I got to run my bad team. You know, my Orioles, they suck. So, uh, What's the story about you being a, a Baltimore Orioles fan? Uh, my family's from Baltimore. Just oh, like okay. That's like my actual hometown team. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and my dad's like, he's a flip flopper, so I can never follow him with football. So I chose chose my own team. He's he he's he went from uh, he was Washington when I was a kid. Then then Jim Harbaugh in the Captain Comeback thing. So he went back to the Colts, which is like not a Baltimore thing. And then he stuck with it because of course Peyton Manning came. And course, then he's like yeah. Andy Love for some reason, which I don't, 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 I don't know what that is about. I don't know. He was so mad that they let, let Peyton go that he just started following the Cardinals again. So, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, hey. but anyways, all right, <laughs> all right, guys. Um, let's get into this offense. So, today I'm gonna be talking about Alex Leatherwood. I thought he had a really good game. Um, one of the one of the best games that I've seen him play, and I really hope that it kind of gives him some confidence. Even I know I know that they're, they're like these are backups or whatever, or whatever they were. Um, they're, they're not the full time starters or whatever, but you know, it, I think it, it'll be a great confidence booster from him. So um, I really like that. We cover a little Peyton Barber too. Um, show show a little bit of his game. Um, <laughs> so uh, you know, show a little, a little bit of his game. And then, you know, uh, I'm going to get to the Mariota packages and why they're using him wrong and why it's frustrating the hell out of him. Oh, okay. So, All right. You got um, a lot for us. Yeah. You got a lot why, for us today. Yeah. And why he's not Lamar Jackson. So let's stop acting like he's Lamar Jackson and let's use him like Tennessee used him. <laughs> it's, there's tape out there. Go watch it. I don't know what to tell him. All right. Uh, but let's Here, real, real quick, real quick, because your family's from Baltimore. Okay. We got a, a question. All right. Is it? Are you familiar with this Baltimore slang? Well, that's D, that's DC though. Yes, that's DC though. Uh, but my family has the, the 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 terrible Baltimore accent, like you know, you say. So they don't say, uh, uh, "What's what?" You know, let's go that giant over there. That giant. That giant. Yeah, yeah, that? yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the accents that they have because I don't have that accent. My my that accent is bad. Um, my boy, my, my uh, cousin comes up here. He's, he was in here last time. He comes up here. He tell you, man. But. My corner, my corner from uh, in college was from Baltimore, and we always had to yell the number of uh, wide receivers oh who were out. So every time there was two, he'd be like two, two. That's how they say it, two. Like it's he's got they got the weirdest accents over there in Baltimore. All right, go go ahead, go for it. <laughs> All right, sorry, that's that's that was good. Good. I know we're, we're gonna need side rants today. All right, here we go. We go, y'all. All right, so let's start with Alex Leatherwood, man. Which, which I said, like he had a great game. Uh, you know, uh, playing pass protection, uh, run blocking. I mean, it's still a little hit or, hit or miss for me at guard with him. But I think I think with pass protection, we're starting to. I mean, hopefully, hopefully, that this is kind of the next step for him. So let, let's check out this one. I really like. You know, he he really has pretty good technique, in my opinion. Um, inside, it's more about getting that push in the run game, and you kind of can see how he, he's able to. You know, you can tell he's, he was well coached, he's well trained from um, you know from Alabama, and you know even working with Duke uh, many weather outside besides Top Cable. You can tell he's well trained here because you see how he just kind of pushes the guy around, right? Allows the quarterback to step up, right? And you know, hopefully somebody can count that as a pressure because it's not. Uh, he's pushing him right around, right? It's a good job driving him right into the ground. Gives Carr easy, easy pocket to step up into get yards they get a first down after that you know right here i really like that you see how his hands are inside it's totally opposite you know uh, uh john simpson over there right hands inside good good base right he's good good pad level right he's able to anchor right able to anchor right there like yeah, i love that see that is good pass protection right there you want to see that 
This is the type of stuff you want to see from him, right? Anchor, right? Gives plenty of time in the pocket to Carr right there, right? He's able to make a play. I'm watch I just, I just like this because, I mean, this, this just kind of shows you, like, the growth right here. Did that anchor, right? He just he basically stopped that guy in his tracks. All hands, all technique right there. Technique-based. Build the house. That's what they say. That's what I learned in Scouting Academy. He built the house right there. All right, so here's another one. Right, get a little. He gets a little help here from James, but he's saying the good base, like everything, the technique is just is is legit, right? And you you wonder, you know, it makes you want to kind of go back and see why he's getting beat by some of these other guys, right? Um, so here we go, another one. Look at this. hands inside, good technique, not 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 overreaching. And then what I really liked about this today in this game is that how he picked up these stunts, right? So he picks up the stunt right here, gives Car plenty of time, throw it up to Deshaun Jackson, who's trying to get flagged. So let's watch it one more time here. Right there, see? Boom. Usually, usually these guys get messed up bad, right? If <laughs> you've been watching it, I mean, especially last week. You saw it. There is uh, what Frank Clark coming right down the middle. Right here. There's Frank Clark coming right here. But you see, they passes off really well, really well this week, right? Give Carr plenty of time to throw it deep. All right. Sean Jackson wants flags instead of going to get the football. All right, here we go. Next one. This is another good one, too. Another good block. Right? Look at this. It's saying the pad level is never too high, right? Because 92, he likes to get he likes to get low. And you see him kind of just keep it up, right? And then resets. Beautiful, right? And just gives plenty of time in the pocket. Plenty of time in the pocket. I'm saying it was a great day for him, man. I really love this really great tape that he put on here, right? Perfect. Resets again. Build the house, right? Anchor, build the house. Allows the quarterback to get out of the pocket, have plenty of time. All right, here's another one, right? And, and you notice Jalen Richard's out here helping these guys pick up stunts and stuff, right? So here, here we go. They're picking another stunt. Now this time with Miles Garrett in 92, right? Right? Well, actually, Miles Garrett's dropping, but it's with 97, and he's able to pick it up really quick. So I'll bring it back. Grown man. Talk about the Jalen Richard? Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing. That's it. All right, right, and he's able to pass it off from James, and then of course you had Jalen Rashard just knocking that dude out. <laughs> Why would Garrett drop? What kind of scheme is that? I don't know. I don't know what this is. They're sending because they're sending five, right? Yeah, it's five man rush. Yeah, Garrett drops though. Like, come on, that's your that's your weapon X, right there. <laughs> Overthinking it, bro. And then yeah, Jim, uh, overthinking for sure, for sure. Linebacker playing hook, hook, <laughs> cover three. All right, uh, and of course he had Jackson drop there. All right, and then uh, this is this is one I really like. This is what I call finding work. This is what I call finding work, guys. If, you, if you're if you're if you're a lineman, you already know what I mean. If you ever played line, you already know what finding work means. <laughs> Boom! Find some work. Find that work, Alex. Right, and I tell you this, this is this was his best game. Like this is the best I've ever seen him play so far. Right. Even here, he's, he's he already knows what he's doing, right? He's got a, some he got some guys. I mean, they're triple teaming Miles Garrett over there, right? But he knows he's coming. He's got everything held. His car a clean pocket. Boom, first down on third down too. That's a third down, right? Raiders can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, was Jalen Richard in there too? That last time? Oh look! Oh good look! There's Jalen and they're picking up stunts correctly. Interesting. All right, uh, back to Alex Leatherwood though. This is uh, another one. This is another pancake. I believe this is it right here. Which is going to be, you know, Alex. Look at this. See, this, the communication was better with the line. I don't know. This, this team was just totally different. It's not really good. But boom. <laughs> you just t don't spin. This is, this is, this is a Quentin Nelson type of stuff right here. Boom. Don't spin. Knocked out. And, of course, another drop. But, uh, uh, but yeah, this, this, is, this is literally the best the offensive line looked all year in my opinion another is more anchor look at the anchor again right giving car plenty of time so i mean th this this was a game of you know the offensive line really came to play so i was really excited about that i mean hopefully they can do that next week because you know uh the team that they play next week is not the greatest pass rush but they're a great defense right they're a really good defense all right so we got inside zone here we're going into paper barbers so let me bring this back you know, got paper barber here right and, you know, Peyton Barber, he's just a straight-up runner, 
Okay. I mean, that's basically what he is here. He's just, he's, I'm going to run to where I'm supposed to go. So he, he's got number four, one on one. He's going to try to make a miss. He's get three here, right? Doesn't try to bounce it. Just get three, right? Second and seven. Just get three. Just get three. You really like that. Um, that run from Peyton Barber. And here we go. We got inside zone slice right here, right? So inside zone slice. Watch. I love how he reads it. So, so you see the patience, right? He, he attacks the line. You see this linebacker right here, or the safety, or, you know, whatever. He's coming to fill this gap, right? And you see how Peyton Barber, he's attacking the line. He's pressing the line. Bounce. Mm. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's just more detailed running. So I'll bring it back a little bit. Detailed running. Press the line, right? Everybody gets out their gap. Gap opens, you hit it, right? That's called patience. That's called setting up your blocks. That's just great. That's just great running. Awesome. Awesome running. Inside zone, right? Inside zone here. It's another good run from, from Barber. Here we go. Boom. Right? And see the patience. It's all patience here with him. Can you see here? He's pressing it. You know, if this, this guy's filling this gap, that means I go to this gap, right? This, this perfect understanding of inside zone, you know what I mean? So when you have that perfect understanding of inside zone and how to run and you're patient, everything works out. Everything works out for you. You get positive yards. It's like, oh, my God, the Raiders are a good run defense, run running team now. See, I'm just patience. That guy, I don't go to that gap. That means I go to this one. Boom. It's just me and, and 28, and he's going to fill me. He's going to make him tackle me, right? And and that's how – I mean, that's how a running back supposed to run, guys. I mean, that's that's how you want your running back to hit these holes and be patient too, right? So here we go. Inside zone slice again. This is another good run. This is eight yards, right? So watch him. Set it up, right? Set it up one more time. You got 55. He's charging this gap. He's, he's coming hard. Boom, bouncing. Boom, right there. See? Setting it up. He already – like – it's kind of like instinct type of thing when you're when you're running back. So think about it like this: I know where I'm going to go, right? So I know I'm coming here, based on I see it early. I know I'm coming here, so I'm going to set up 55, who's right here. I'm going to set him up, right? He's coming at me. He thinks I, I got him, right? I got. I'm going to get up for tackle loss. Nope. Boom. I get eight. It's just he's, he had a great day, man. He needs to get the ball one, obviously, in my opinion. Um, cause I don't think he got the ball enough. I feel like after that, they really didn't run the ball with him and, and you know, he, and he, he's a, a pretty good pass catcher too. You know, you know, I mean, it's not the best routes in the world, you know, but you know, if you get him the football and you know, he's going to make people feel it right. He's going to make people tackle him. You know, might, might not wiggle it past you. You might not, you know, you know, make a loose move and juke you, but you are going to feel him, right. He's going <laughs> to feel you. I still don't know why he jumped there, but. All right, so let's pause there, right? And let's get into some Marcus Mariota. Hey, right. hold on, Marcus. Um, let's let's pause there real quick. They're saying that the uh, video is choppy. Okay. Yeah, I just uh, just try to re um, um, just share it again. That's all. Okay. Okay. All right. Let me do that one again. Thanks, bro. Thanks for yeah. letting us know. Appreciate it, man. All right. Um, is it still choppy? So I know. Here, play it. Yeah, it's choppy still. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I think we're good. I think we're good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. All right, cool. All right, All right my bad. Sorry. That was choppy, guys. All right. Um, inside zone read. All right. Inside zone read here. So on the inside zone read, you know, usually how the quarterback does this. I mean, he's reading, he's going to be reading Denzel Ward here, right? Because Denzel Ward is the first outside guy. And then, you know, he decides to hand off based on what Denzel Ward does. Okay. Now with the inside zone read, why I don't like Mariota doing this is because when he, he's just not that, he's not that good at it. Okay. And when you want to get him the ball, you want to get him outside with the blocker in front of him, which I'll show later. But we'll watch this one when he when he uh, when he reads this one right here, right? So we'll stop it right here, right? And Denzel Ward, I mean, he's co he's coming inside, okay? So Denzel Ward is coming inside just a little bit, right? And they only need what? How many yards is this? What two yards? They only need two yards, and 
I, I, just, I just feel like he should have kept this, right? Because if he keeps it, it's just him and Denzel Ward one on one, right? And he's he can turn the corner on Denzel Ward because he's fast. And then you know Mariotti, he's he's a psycho. He's gonna dive if if he's not. He's gonna dive over him with like one hand, right? So I really feel he, he could have kept this, but then you know it's not it's not a big gain. I was holding anyways, but uh, I really felt like he should have kept that ball, right? And then you get the counter bash here, right? So. This is one like you rarely see him. He didn't do this in college either, right? They didn't do this in college. There's no counter bash at uh, Oregon, right? So here's another one counter bash, and you know the counter bash is you know it's it's uh you got the uh, the pulling guard right here. He's gonna come up through basically through the the B gap, right? He's gonna come up to the B gap, right? And you know he's reading the, the defensive end again, right? He's reading Miles Garrett right here. So this tells him to keep it because where Miles Garrett's at, right? Because if he did as a Jacobs, it's open. Right. And, you know, like I said, he needs like a lead blocker outside. This is not his game. All right. So when he gets here, he's just a straight line runner. Right. So, I mean, this hole is open. Right. He's not, he's not Lamar Jackson. So he's not, a, he's not like Marcus Mario is not a running back. Basically. That's basically what I'm trying to say. So uh, when you do these type of plays, you have to, you have to get him outside. Like he's a running quarterback. He's not, he's not a counter bash guy. That's so choppy. No, you're good. You're good. So basically, you're just saying like, don't run him through in between the tackles. Yeah, or or, or do it like to this type of stuff. And, and the thing, the thing is though, this inside zone reads were working on third and third short. So I, I'm not telling them they need to keep stop doing them because they were working. So you see here, this is a this is a first down, right? They got a first down on a third and short and third and two. You know, and you know, kind of like you kind of like these formations. So I'm gonna go back to that one a little bit. I like how they set this up because Derek Carr's in the field too. So it's you got 22. Basically, 22 kind of personnel with two quarterbacks on the field. So Derek Carr is the wide receiver on the outside. Mm. And I kind of like how this is set up. And, you know, they got some good blocks here. Well, um, not really, but, you know, kind of beats it. But Josh Jacobs was able to bounce it, kind of get a first down. But but let's talk. I, I do want to show how they how they use him in Tennessee, right? So that's something I really want to show here is how they use him in Tennessee. So here's a pin pool, right? This is what I'm talking about. This is what they do with Josh Allen in uh, – in uh um buffalo this is what they do in josh allen buffalo and i think you don't see josh allen doing counter bashes you get josh allen outside because he is not lamar jackson right so you get him outside boom and then you could he uses his speed he's able to read it and he gets right into the end zone touchdown and you see it one more time pin pull sweep again right got the, the pin the pull here comes Marcus Mariota, he's able to read it, but then you can see why he gets hurt all the time right here. Instead of just going out of bounds, he tries to dive and he gets crushed. <laughs> it's like, come on, man, go out of bounds. All right, and then, uh, and then of course, one that he does really, really well is the arc read. The arc read, which he had the big play with Darren Waller last year, is one that is a staple for him. He, he scores like crazy on it. So you see the arc read here, right? And you, see you get him on the outside, he's able to re-block, he's fast, boom, touchdown. Right, and you see it one more time. Arc Reed with a running back, boom, he gets there, he almost scores. He, I think he did score there, scores touchdown. Right, so he, you know, they're just not using him correctly, right? And you can't pigeonhole. Sometimes I feel like quarterbacks, and sometimes these quarterback coaches, they see these guys with legs and they still try to, you know, pigeonhole them into some type of you know i don't know some type of quarterback they think that there is a running quarterback or whatever i mean you just can't run counter bashes with everybody man that's a talent you know that's kind of as because at that point when you're running a counter bash you become a running back you know you have to read plays, and you know at that point you know you're reading you're reading things you become a running back and that's not that's not who he is he's a running quarterback which, you know, there's guys like that. I mean, that's what Josh Allen is. I mean, Josh Allen's not a little dude like counter bash with Josh Allen. You know, you can do counter bash with Jalen Hurts, you know, who a guy who could who could read things and you know, who can make plays, you know, and, and, you know, and all that stuff and get into running back mode. You know what I mean? So all, all well, that I mean, other stuff. The difference yeah. you just showed us, Payne Barber, he's a back, right? He's pressing the line of scrimmage, keeping his shoulders square, knowing he's going that way, but getting the linebackers to jump over here before he goes there, right? Like, these are the running back skills. Obviously, Marcus Merida, he has quarterback skills. He doesn't have running back skills, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily every guy who's fast and athletic can 
go and run, like, to run inside zone as a quarterback, like, come on, what are we doing here? You know, like, is this yeah. guy, did he come from, you know, uh, Auburn with Gus Malzahn and Cam Newton running the counter bash? Like, no, he came from Chip Kelly. He just ran zone reads. That's it. Yeah. That's all he did, you know? So, um, so yeah, I agree. That's a great point. He's getting pigeonholed. This is not his skill set. Yeah, and, and, if, and if you're going to do it, do, do I mean, do the outside runs, you know, do the outside runs, get him going that way. And I, I think if you can get, you know, like Leatherwood or, you know, some of those guys in front of him, I think he can read that really well. And you guys, he can score some touchdowns, you know. Um, so I, I think he could be effective that way. Um, and, and, and but it was working. And I, I really feel like they should keep doing it. I, think, I feel like especially third, the third and shorts and the fourth and shorts. I mean, that's what, the uh, you know, the Colts did with Jacoby Brissett last year. I mean, fourth and short. Third and short, Jacoby Brissett was in that game, right? And Jacoby Brissett was doing something, and Philip Rivers is on the sideline, right? And they got in the red zone, too. I mean, here comes Jacoby Brissett, fourth down, third down, right? Jacoby Brissett, he comes in there. I mean, I mean that, that's that's kind of how, you know, Brissett was used. He was a specialist, uh, you know, and Philip Rivers would come out on third and short, and here comes Brissett, and they would do all, all types of stuff with it. You know, he'd go under center, he would go, all, all you know, he would uh, do shotgun, whatever. And that was the package that Frank Reich had. Because that was my Jacoby Brissett package. Because I'm paying him 15 million, I may as well use him. So that type of thing. But uh, um, he, Mar- Mariota's downs, getting paid 10 million, right? Isn't that what he's yeah, getting paid? No, no, no. So, I, think yeah. it's like, uh, I think it's like three now or something. With oh, okay, okay. But uh, you, you know what I mean? Like the fourth, third, third down and fourth down looks for that. I think is smart. I think they should keep doing that, especially on fourth down. I think we get to the fourth and shorts instead of kicking field goals. You know, put him out there. You know, and try to mix it up and try to get some first downs and, uh, you know, and, you know, use them. I mean, he's, yeah. it, you just right. got to use them correctly. Let's not, this, 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 the, when I saw the counter, I'm like, why are you doing counter bash with Marcus Mariota? Like, has anybody ever did that with him? I've never, has he run that before? Like, they don't do that in Oregon. That's literally what you do with like a quarterback that is like, you know, like, like a Lamar Jackson or like a, or like a Jalen Hurst type of dude. I mean, who, who can like see that he, okay, I, I'm going to set up a block. I'm going to go this way. Lamar Jackson probably would have scored on that play. That's oh, nice. right. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Um, <laughs> for sure. The, yeah. um, the, well, the, really the funny thing is I'm all, I'm all for it. Even if he can't run counter bash, even if that's not his strength. Okay. Yeah. I'm all for it because now if you're a defense, you're going to have to card up counter bash and zone read and arc read. And that's not even the starting quarterback. And you're having all these plays that you have to practice. <laughs> Against yeah. for it for that quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a team that goes up against the Ravens, right? Um, like the Browns, you're gonna be able to handle counter bash just fine with Marcus yeah. Mariota not running it at the same level as Lamar Jackson can. But mm-hmm. you might go up against some teams that haven't played, you know, Baltimore last couple seasons or something like that. And you know, maybe you can you, you know pull one over on them with Marcus Marcus Mariota doing that, but I, again, I'm all for it just because it makes the opposing defense have to practice and, you know, draw all that up and, you know, have to prepare for the Mariota package. Yeah, and, and, and at this point, you know, that's why they, I think they got to get more creative. Because, I, I mean, the Browns were prepared for it, and so were the Chiefs. Um, I, I, think the, I think they did against the Chiefs. I did a couple. Chiefs were prepared for it, too. You know, the teams are ready for that package at this point. So that's why they got to get more creative. I mean, like, maybe it is time to throw the ball in that type of package, right? Do a quick little throw, play action type of thing, you know? Um, you know, it makes has it he, up. Has he thrown it on any of these? No, he hasn't. Mm-hmm. But, that's, but that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. You got to add some new stuff to this because that, teams That should are, be wide open now, right? Like, that should be. It will be wide open. Right. Wide open. They could probably do some like stupid stuff like their cars. But but it's like <laughs> but I, I was I was talking about I was on the radio though. I was a radio. Yeah. And I was talking about because he asked me that question on the radio, like how can they be more creative? And I was thinking like all they gotta do is go to some high they could go watch some high school tape and they can get creative. They can get yeah. creative. They could do like they, they could even do these the type of things like where like Derek Carr snaps it, here comes Mark Murray, he tosses it to him, and then Mark Murray throws it. Yeah. <laughs> You know that teams are getting ready for that stuff and stuff. It's, it's week fifteen. It's week sixteen, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, you know, you know, you know, say Car snaps the ball. Here comes Mariota. He flips it to him, and he, you think he's gonna run, and then Mariota stops and he throws a touchdown. Nah, come on. You throw it to Mariota. You know, you know, you're expecting double pass for sure. Are you? Though? But then, he, then if you back up, he runs. You know, that's that's yeah. kind of the thing. He's, he should, should have, have an option. Should have an option. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, or, or something, uh, some something, some type of, some, I don't know, just, just, just mix it up, bro. Like, there's so much quarterback freaky stuff that people do that you could, you know, think of and, you know, find some tape on, in my opinion. I mean, you could find it in college. They, they could, yeah. yeah. They could be more creative. You know who does that? Andy Reid. I know. Like, the, the viral you know, high school trick play or whatever, like three weeks later, you'll see Andy Reid pull that, you know, same playoff <laughs> I know. In, in the pros, you know. So that's that's the mark of uh, someone who is actually creative. Um, so we'll see if uh, – but I don't, I don't think that you could call the Raiders coaches this year on either <laughs> side of the ball creative. <laughs> no, you cannot. But yeah, but this is what I'm saying. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, I just feel like you could. There's something you could do that can get teams like out of it, right? Like, or, or like even if you're talking about like, oh, maybe they're expecting to throw, maybe do like a throwback or something, or I yeah. don't know, man. Mix it up, you know? Yeah. yeah. At this point, what, what they got to lose? Nothing, right? Exactly. That's it. <laughs> That's it right there, right? What do they got to lose at this point? You know, what do they got to lose? Nothing. You know, uh, so I'm with you. I'm with yeah, you. But I do want to talk about Alex Leatherwood. I thought his game was really did really well, man. I really loved that. I really loved that tape. I really was excited about it. Really, that, really that was excited. that was fun to watch. That was fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. It was really it got me really excited because then I feel like if they get a better old line coach, that maybe, maybe there is something there. Right? Are, are, I mean, are we writing Alex Leatherwood off? Is he a bust? Even I'm if not, he's a guard, what if I he's wanna, just a solid guard for the rest of his career? Is it worth a first round pick? I want to see him. With a better offensive line coach, yeah, okay. I gotta wait. I gotta wait. Reserve judgment. That, that's what kind of my thing. With I know John Simpson might not make it to that point where he gets a chance to be a starter again, but uh, that's what I want. I want to see him with a different offensive line coach. You too. know who I said? You know who I said that about? Hmm. Cleveland Furl. Okay, I was like, I want to see a different coordinator. Okay, I I want to see a, a different scheme. Okay, but John Simpson does good against average people. He just he just gets his butt kicked by like the 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 top notch players. So that's why I think with a good offensive line coach, they could fix him where he can be he can be better against good defensive tackles instead of just dominating, embarrassing these average guys that you know that won't play yeah. in five years. You know, um, so that's what that's his next step. But that's why I was like, if they get a new you know offensive, but you're right. But if, <laughs> you know, but Leatherwood is for sure. It's a for sure thing. But I still think if if they have a chance. They'll take. They're gonna take some inside, interior offensive linemen in the draft because there's some really good ones. So mm, okay, I think if, if they have a chance to do it, I think you know John Simpson didn't play himself into a starting role. You know, I think Alex Lowe was the first round pick, so he has a better chance to keep it. But um, you know, it, I think they might try to do something that do do something like that. You know, bring in somebody. I don't know. Because who knows how they feel about James? Who's because you know I think James is you know serviceable at this point, but I, I don't know if like if you know I don't know how, where they're gonna pick. But if they end up picking like eighteen or nineteen, and Lindbaum's on the on the, on the board, I mean I'm not you know keeping James for Lindbaum. You know what I'm saying? And you know even the dude from Texas A&M, I don't know if I keep him for for Simpson. So so it, it's gonna be tough for the offensive line. But I I think a new offensive line coach could. Uh, um, spark some of these guys and even get Colton Miller better. Cause I think Colton Miller, I think he's hit, he's hit a wall where he is just good. And I think he has all pro potential. And I think it, a better offensive line coach can bring him into the all pro potential in my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, look, I think, I think it is pretty obvious what we got in Tom Cable, you know, um, and we haven't seen enough development from guys like Brandon Parker you know, like you could say, oh, but yeah, Brandon Park, he was okay or whatever, right? Like he wasn't like the worst tackle in the NFL, you know, but like that that shouldn't be like the barometer, right? That shouldn't be like the litmus yeah. test. You know, Brandon Parker, fantastic athlete. He was a third round pick. You would hope, you would have hoped that this, you know, that, that Tom Cable could have turned this guy into like someone who was like, okay, we forgot that Brandon Parker was out there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, instead of being just like frightened every time that he has to start. So, you know, I think a lot of these guys we haven't seen. Like, you you know, a couple of weeks ago you were showing John Simpson, you know, reaching around, bear hugging, you know, and getting his hands outside of his chest, right? 
Mm-hmm. And it's just like, hold on, man. Like we're too late in the year to be having bad technique, you know, at this point, you know? So, yeah, um, yeah I think it is obvious Tom Cable. We, we've seen everything we need to see from him. Definitely need to go. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Uh, some of these, I just last time get some of these questions in the chat here. Um, I see a couple of questions about Brandon Parker. Uh, we got why is Parker playing ahead of Illuminor? And then should they try and get rid of Parker first? Now, the right tackle position, in my opinion, is is easier to replace than it is uh, um, guards. It's harder to find good guards than it is to find a half a good ta- a good tackle, like a solid tackle. That's not Brandon Parker. Like I think you could find one on in a free agency. That's a that's a solid tackle that you can get for cheap, and then maybe you can draft one behind him. Because in my opinion, if you draft a tackle in the third or fourth round. It's like kind of drafting a quarterback at that point at those, you know, you're not drafting a premier tackle, you know, if you, if you want a premier tackle, you got to get one in the first, right? I mean, that's kind of like tackles, premier tackles don't get up the first round. It's not like a a, a, a guard, you know, you can maybe get later, but, you know, it, it, if you find one, you don't want to, if it's a first round one, you want to take it, right? But I just, I just think that you, you kind of, you can get rid of Parker and you can replace him with some solid guy. You can find somebody, I mean... I'm, I'm sure you can. I mean, I mean, there's Dennis Kelly over at Green Bay that come and fill in really well. If you got a good old line coach, you'll be fine. I, I kind of feel it that way. But Illuminor, uh, I don't know. I don't know what that's about, man. I've been trying to figure it out for 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 a while. I don't know what that's about. I have no idea. I don't know. Somebody doesn't like him. I don't know. Did he spoke out? I know he's liked a couple of my tweets I've said about him, and then unliked it. So maybe he's. I know he feels some type of way about Tom Cable. So uh, <laughs> he feels some type of way, but I, I, yeah, it was weird because I, I thought he was playing really well, which I thought was weird. Yeah, there's something there's something in the background with that. Weird, that's weird, that's weird. Yeah, he's playing he's playing really well. I mean, you could look at it, you could watch the tape. He's not giving up pressure inside at all. Like, well, what do you what do you want from a, 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 a swing guard tackle? You know? Yeah. All right, I got a I got a question yeah. in, the, in the chat okay. that I want to get to. Um, okay, someone is asking about Abram. If we're gonna see Tyree Gillespie now that uh, more Tyree Gillespie now that Abram's out, what's up with Ty- Tyree Gillespie? Uh, Ty- Tyree Gillespie, I think he's on IR, isn't he? Is he? I mean, I have not seen anything of him. I, I you know, actually, actually, I think he came. Oh, let me let me check this. All right. While the producer is checking it out, um, what I, what I'll say is, um, right now so far they've been playing with Teamer. Um, as far as like when Abram can't go, Teamer is coming in. Obviously, Dallin Levitt. Unfortunately, it looks like between those two guys, if I'd be willing to guess, like right now, it's going to be a combination of Teamer and Dallin Levitt playing um, in uh, in in spot in Jonathan Abram's spot now that he's hurt, right? But at the same time, I'm not really uh, convinced either of those guys is really going to be good. Plus, uh, Terry Gillespie, if he is healthy, if he can't play like the last three weeks of the, of the year or whatever, I would definitely prefer to see him out there. Yeah, uh, he, he's he's off IR. He's he's back on. He's back up there. So we're good. All right. Uh, one more question. So he's he's off IR. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he he could play if they wanted. Okay. Right, well, I think I got a, a good question. He, he paid four ninety nine, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer his question. Uh, <laughs> do James uh, do enough to help the struggling inside O line? Um, see, it's, it's always so tough for me with this offensive line because I I don't know it, what's cable and what's not, and that's why the whole my whole evaluation of them at this point because they they do inside zone incorrectly. So if they're doing that incorrectly, I mean, how can I really evaluate you as a player if you're being coached incorrectly or I don't know what's happening with that but I think James I don't know if he's really helping Leatherwood I, th- I think what's happening with James is that since Leatherwood has moved inside people have just stopped attacking him <laughs> I think that's what's happening where they're attacking Leatherwood instead because Leatherwood is the weakness right and they're or they're attacking Simpson and I think this game he got attacked a little bit more than he's used to and he didn't play as well so I, I still think he does have those technique issues, and I just think he's—I just think he's a backup center at this point. I think he's a backup, and I think—I mean, it, you can keep him as a backup all you want. That's fine. I, if so your guy went down, I'd be perfectly fine with Andre James coming in for a couple of games. It's just for sixteen, for seventeen. I don't know. I'm not—I'm not hundred percent sure on that anymore. But yeah. 
All right. Any other any other questions? Anything you see? Yeah, David Kellenberger saying that um, if it's Gillespie's who's not activated by next Wednesday, he can't come off IR or something like that. I guess. All right. Thank you know. for that. Appreciate you guys giving helping us with information when we have when we need it. Uh, right. Any anything else, BD? We good. That's it for me. That's it for me. You want to take it away? Take, get us out yeah. of here, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, guys, make sure you guys uh, you know subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. You know, uh, you know, check us out on iTunes if you want to listen to it there. Um, I really appreciate you guys coming in. We got 129 people live here. All the comments, we really appreciate you. All you guys, uh, we really appreciate. No Carter base this week. We appreciate that, guys. Awesome way to go. Uh, you know, <laughs> way to go, guys. Uh, so make sure that you guys do this. Uh, you know, keep going. You know, keep going with the uh, with the content. Keep it, uh, helping us out. Make sure you go get a TDL shirt. I might do some contests in the uh, next couple episodes. I actually got some trivia. Oh, okay. 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 Some trivia. So you might do some contests, like guys. You could give out some t-shirts. I feel like it's a little more interactive now. I feel like we're more interactive now, BD. You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, you know, we, we got this, t-shirts. this streaming platform, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? So, uh, um, uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get into that. We'll get into all that, guys. But make sure you guys subscribe and uh, keep enjoying it. Uh, ready to keep giving you this content. Uh, no matter what happens, no matter the new coach, no matter the new thing, no matter the new client, you know, we're, we're, we're going to start grinding the new schemes. We're going to start grinding the new whatever. So, you know, you guys know where to go to learn everything, right? Yeah, stay, uh-huh. stay, stay tuned. Definitely. We're going to be keeping you guys up to date on everything. Um, yeah. yeah, that's it, Red Nation. We love you guys. Peace. Peace. Love you all. <laughs>